show is sponsored by HiveMind CRM. It is more than just a CRM. It is a real estate and business mastermind that comes with an all-in-one CRM. You can have unlimited websites and users. You can call, text, RVM, and email all-in-one user interface. And you can set up custom automations for any type and multiple businesses. 65% of companies start using a CRM system within the first five years of business. Once implemented, the HiveMind will save you on marketing, give you more time, and make more money. One of our users had his first $100,000 month using our system in June. We want to see you automate and accelerate your business. Text us at 210-972-1842 for future meetings and of course to get our $1 course on how to make more than six figures on one land deal. You can schedule your free demo today at HiveMindCRM.io. CRM or any other software platform that's doing that. So, yeah, they can say whatever they want. Just thank you for the shout out, sir. Hey, everybody. Thanks for being on here tonight. Um, I don't know if we exactly had a topic today. Um, I wanted to kind of just talk a little bit about um, lead generation, monetizing your leads, and then how you can leverage the HiveMind community, you know, to both help get you deals and then also um, disposition some deals. So, I think when anybody comes into real estate, you can make it as complicated or as simple as you want. But before I even launched my very first campaign, I have a marketing background, if anybody doesn't know, it's been almost 15 years. And um, before I launched my first real estate marketing campaign, um, I was on the uh, phone with a friend of mine. His name's Mike, uh, Michael Herridge from Australia. And we were talking and uh, I just, I told him, I said, well, you know, I'm not really trying to get to my first or second deal. Like I'm trying to race to a thousand deals. And he started laughing and he was like, that's kind of bizarre that you think that way, you know, that you don't even know what you're doing yet. You haven't got a deal yet. You, you don't even know what's going on. I've never been in real estate. I had never been to a title company, never been a homeowner before I got into uh, real estate. And I already knew that I was going to do a ton of deals because I just have a marketing background. I know if I get myself in front of enough opportunities, some of them close and some of them do not. And uh, so I think we make it more complicated than it is because we're probably like, you know, we get shiny object syndrome. We see what other people are doing in other communities and somebody specializing in Airbnb and somebody specializing in mini storage and apartments. And there's so many different directions that you could look in. And in my mind, uh, I'm just like, I just want to lead. That's it. So as we're running this campaign, this new campaign that we're running for land, uh, they were asking, like, do you want us to target a specific type of land? And I'm like, no, I don't. You know, I want every lead to come in that I can possibly get in, and then I'll decide what to do with it afterwards. That's that's pretty smart. Um, because in data, so, I use. I think that's just a general approach that I have. Yeah. yeah. Go ahead. No, I said that's very very smart because in data, it's better to have more than less because I do I work with data a lot because then you could figure out a lot of like which, which areas are hitting. So you guys can focus on those more, you know? Um, so the more you take in, if you, if you how do you say, um, restrict yourself, it, you, you're detriment, like you're, you're giving yourself a disservice of the amount of effort you're putting for marketing. So it's better to have the filters off and then filter the data when you get it. And I love that. And I love talking to people like you that are uh, systems and data oriented, like kind of like an engineer mind almost where you can see, do like charts and uh, projections. So I don't have that type of mind, but just instinctively, uh, when I first started pulling lists, everybody's talking about high equity and all these powerful lists and out-of-state owners and all that. 
and I, I was pulling blanket lists. I don't even know that was a term, but that's what I called it. So I don't even care what the level of motivation is. Like I wanted a whole entire region. I want a whole zip code with every piece of property in there. And I'm just going to hit it all because if I go to the same, we all pull from the same data source, right? Like you'll go to like these uh, big companies, like list source and all that. There's only a couple of places where all of that data is aggregated and then just goes out through different channels. So if we're all pulling the exact same list, the exact same type of motivation and the exact same city and the exact same County and the exact same zip code, we're just beating up on the same exact list. But if I just hit that whole entire area, every address that I can find, well, chances are, right? I've talked to people that say, hey, well, you know, I've never talked to you. Nobody's ever called me before. And they're excited to hear from you. Like, well, when can you come out? I'll be there Saturday. I'll be here. And, you know, the guy's up early, hair all combed out. Like, they're excited to meet you because they haven't been beat up. So that's what I'm looking at. I'm looking at going broad. I'll do a, a, a online lead generation right through Google and Facebook. And then once I get a property in an area that I've never heard of before that sells for a high profit very quickly, then I'm thinking about, okay, I got those in my mind now. Now we, I should start to blanket those areas with mailers because I know that's a hot area. So I think that's a lot, you know, that's the only method I've ever used. And I know a lot of you guys are smarter than me on, on mailers and you'll go out and just get all the local sales, recent sales, the count of sales. And then you have this very strategic process where you blast these areas and then you guys kill it. So I, I, I love and respect that. I'm just doing it the other way around. Yeah, I just want to say too, like, you know, when you're saying, you know, blanketly just hitting a lot of numbers or, you know, not really having a direction, sometimes it just absolutely works out because a lot of times, you know, I'm running an SMS campaign now and it's a wrong number, but, you know, who cares? But then they end up saying, oh, but I have land or, you know, my grandfather has land or something like that. So it's like, it doesn't matter who you target because then you get, you know, these, uh, you get all these numbers and, you know, they might not be the person, but, they might be somebody who does have land or you know someone who has land so it's just like you know you hit enough marketing you do enough numbers and you know you're bound to just stumble across the deal yeah i always love the approach and i think it came from my background of online lead generation so i've always done like paid ads and then the leads come into me so i think about it right i never targeted those people i never you know made a exact targeting for a zip code or anything it's just it's all very broad in general and then somebody calls you and they say hey i have a property to sell and then like mike said sometimes they're like you know well i'm trying to sell my dad's house or my sister's house or my cousin's house or my grandpa's house so just because they're not the property owner doesn't mean that they're not you know working on the property seller's behalf uh, so yeah i just think like that, that, that that's a good way to do it so does anybody have any questions on online lead generation uh, I'm not the guy to answer one on mailers, but we got a bunch of uh, killers on here that do mailers. So I just want to just pause right there real quick and open it up for questions or comments or anything or additions. All right. Yep. Yeah, so um, as far as getting leads, Getting a consistent flow of leads, I think, is probably the single most important thing that you can do in your business. So I always think about automation. Like, What can I do so that I can set up my lead generation so that I never have to think about it again? And I think that's why I got used to doing online lead generation, because you can be as lazy as possible and still be effective. So if I say I'm going to run, you know, since I started in land, it's been like maybe two years and seven months or something. But. I've always done about, I think $1,600 per month is my top, top end. 
on online lead generation. And I think it's always hovered closer to like 1200 or 1300. And I've still managed to do over six figures a year, even in my very first year with zero knowledge of real estate. Um, so that's kind of like my expectations if I spend that amount of money for per month. And then I hear what other people's marketing budgets are. And I'm like, man, that's incredible. That's crazy. I wonder what would happen if I turned it up that high, you know, but I also, I didn't want to lose the ability to be locking up contracts and then moving them comfortably. And I couldn't see a path forward on my own. Um, trying to facilitate that many transactions without just turning into a full-time job. And then I know a lot of people go to VAs and those types of automations, but again, just having personnel, office space, it's just something that I'm not really interested in anymore. So that's when we kind of like bird the idea and the vision for Hivemind is where, what if I can help 10,000 people be successful and run traffic and close deals? And then I just take like 50% or 33% of the deals. But, um, I think it just seems like that's the easiest path forward for me. And that was kind of proving itself is that working with a lot of people and just trying to help them facilitate transactions is the easiest way for me to take my hands off the wheel. And I've done in the last like 14 to 21 days, more deals than I've done in the previous like full years, like eight to 10 deals my first year, eight to 10 deals my second year. And then now like eight deals in the last couple of weeks. And it's, that it was mostly all of them were all JV deals. So you have other people helping you facilitate the transactions. They're generating the leads, spending their capital to generate the leads. And then, so I'll come in, either help them close the lead. Like, like you see her sent me one. He says, Hey, I got this acreage lady wants 1.1 mil. I called her, jumped in my truck, went over there, drove around the property, uh, got the verbal commitment. And now we've today, we should have it locked up. Uh, one of our other partners actually called and, and worked and did all the contract and everything today. Uh, her name's Wendy. I'm actually going to meet her for dinner right now. Uh, so I'm probably going to end the call early if Daniel can't take over. If somebody else can't take over, probably got about another 20 minutes. But that was the idea for the hive mind is like, let's start working with a lot of people, networking with a lot of people that are already in momentum, that are already finding some level of success. And then let's pair that with people who are brand new, who don't know how to do any side of the transactions and see how those people can help us leverage maybe some of their time. Right. So I'm generating leads right now online. And then I have four Hive members that are fielding all of those leads. We're like in a group chat and then they're all seeing the notifications as the leads come in. And then whoever comments first, I got it. You know, that person gets the first touch on that lead, um, locks it up. And then the rest of the team can go on the back end working on the disposition side of it. But now, you know, we're getting lots of contracts and I'm not calling, I'm not talking to any of these people. And I am helping a little bit on the dispo side because we're trying to re refine our dispo efforts, but I'm not doing anything on acquisitions anymore at all. And then once I figure out, like, I feel like I've mastered the disposition side, then we have like something that's duplicatable where we can create these mini hives where we run traffic to these groups of people in different cities. And then the person that facilitates the traffic runs it, maybe pays it out of pocket, sends it to a couple other hive members, and then have those people that have more time than capital helping you work your leads and helping you close your deals. So, you know, now it's not theory anymore. Before we created the company, it's like, it sounds like a good idea, but will it work? And now it's working in real time. You know, we're doing JV deals with, with tons of people inside the hive. I'm just going to call them out on this phone right now, just people that I've done deals with already. If anybody's on here, I know Elo and myself just had a a, a option contract that we locked up. I don't think it's going to pan out. How can I get in the next group chat? <laughs> What's that? How can I get in the next group chat? <laughs> <laughs> Dude, well, that's what we're working on. That's what I wanted to chat with you guys about when I go over there this weekend. I wanted to kind of tell you how I'm running our model and then what we can do to duplicate it over there. So, yeah. 
Yeah. What I did is I asked anybody if they wanted to get in on a co-op so that we can all pay into the traffic and then I'll just run it to each you know team and around Robin based on the amount of the ad spend. But we had like 20, 25 people respond. So I'm like, man, I don't want to run 30,000 in traffic. What if it bombs, you know, and then it's all on me. So I said, I'm going to practice on myself real quick, make sure I have a system that we can start to duplicate in every city. Um, but I was looking at people doing, I've done deals with on here so far, just uh, Mike Novak is the only one that I can see on here now. Of course, Daniel. And then um, you see here, like I said, we just locked up a 1.1 million today. But uh, the idea is, is that where I'm starting to do deals with a ton of Hive members all across the country. So the system's working the way that it was designed. So no matter if you have extra capital that you can spend on marketing to generate more leads, or if you have more time than capital, then reach out to some of the other Hive members. You can post in the main page, say, hey, I have some time that I can make some phone calls. I can send out texts for people. So you don't have to invest all of your capital to generate leads when you can just partner with somebody else who has more capital than time. Um, and that's the way that you properly leverage the system. Now, the system doesn't work if we're not all adding people to the community, right? Because we can do more deals. We can facilitate more transactions in more cities easier if we have more people in more markets. So I think most people should know in the group already is that if you get a decent sized land deal, like, you know, like 10 acres or 20 acres or 50 acres, you send it to Anthony. Right, especially if it's around San Antonio and if there's a mobile home on it, right? Or Houston, right? We got Junior and Ray and you know Bascar and everybody over there. So we're starting to have a group of familiar faces in every major city. And that's what the whole company was designed around. Um, I know that Lupa has done deals with uh, Al Nicoletti, Mike Novak. Um, I think she just assigned one to, um, oh, I forgot the guy's name. Who's the guys down there in Rockport? Jesse? Yeah, she just did one Especially with uh, Yeah, she just sent him one from Canyon Lake, north of San Antonio. He says, I got buyers up there. So we're just going to walk over in that courtyard. Um, yeah, people are just shooting deals across the country to each other, left and right. I know uh, Mike Ro Matt Rogers is on here, and he did one with DeAndre. They had it funded in under 30 days. From the time the, the deal was locked up to close was under 30 days flat. You want to talk about that one a little bit, Matt? Are you around to chat? Yeah, absolutely. What do you need to know? Yeah, just kind of if you could just give it give us the two seconds on how that deal went and then you know you got a lead in a, a foreign market that you weren't familiar with and uh what happened there sure um it was probably like my fourth day in the hive i had just started sending out um or my fourth day texting through the hive and i sent out uh, uh, a batch of texts down in florida and uh got a deal locked up uh for it was an info lot we got locked up for 64,000 and um, ended up dispoing it. Uh, DeAndre had a buyer who came in at like 78. So we split 14 grand. Um, I actually knew the buyer, but she didn't respond to me in time because I'd never done business with her. I just reached out to her like a week earlier to start a relationship. She didn't really know me. She didn't get back to me very quick. Her and DeAndre had done some deals previously. So she got back to him quicker than me. Uh, and uh, he got it locked up with her on the dispo side. So there's 14 grand right there. And just to tell you what kind of guy DeAndre is, he said, hey, you actually know who this lady is, right? I said, yeah, she just didn't get back to me in time. She got back to you quicker because you've done deals with her. And uh, and he said, you know what? Because you know her and you know whatnot, I'll give you the whole assignment fee if you want it. And I said, whoa, that's really nice of you, but no thanks. Like You, you reached out to her. You got it locked up on dispo. And uh, so, yeah, you, you earn that money. So, I mean, to me, that just kind of speaks volume about the volumes about the people in the, in the hive here. And, um, you know, he was willing to walk away from a 7K assignment fee just because I knew the lady and she didn't get back to me first. So, uh, but the right thing to do is always to, you know, play the long-term game 
and uh, you know, he did what he needed to do and reached out to her. She got it in and, and we got the deal done. So we split 14 grand and uh, that was on day four of texting in the hive. And see, and that's awesome. And we're, we're starting to hear it more and more and more. And that's what it was designed to do. So to see it actually like, it's like, you know, like the Frankenstein movies, the old Frankenstein monster, like where he makes a thing and it comes alive. <laughs> that's how I feel about the hive mind. Dude. Like I said, it's not theory anymore. It's actually working the way that it was designed to. And, you know, uh, Lupa Sanchez, I don't know how many deals she had when she came on board, but yeah, now she's done so many JVs and she's very soft-spoken. You know, she's not, a, she's not, she doesn't come into the room and talk louder than everybody or faster than everybody. You almost never hear from her, but she's doing a lot of deals right? By just partnering up and just leveraging other people's energy and phone time and skills, she's generating the leads. So yeah, super, super cool to be here. And that's what I want to talk about. Like, so if you can't afford online lead generation or mailers or anything like that, you're not out of the game, right? And I know some people are timid to reach out to other people, but that's what this community is based on is if you don't have enough uh, deals that need to be moved or anything, there's tons of people in this community right now. You know, you see here, Mike, where we have properties that we need help moving, you know, even I have some of them. So Anybody that's in here that wants to be able to do more deals, it's like the more that you engage, the more we see you, the more we hear from you, I promise you, you're going to get into momentum because it's happening pretty quick for a lot of different people now. And there's not a personality type, right? So some people are very outspoken. Some people speak fast, speak very, very fast. You know, some people speak very loudly. Um, so you feel like, well, you know, that person's a little bit more dominant. That's why they're doing deals. And it just doesn't work that way. It's not, it doesn't work that way in our reality. It's like, if you engage the community, you'll find a way to get yourself into the deal. So I wanted to talk about that as a second source of lead generation is leveraging and leaning on the community. And even if it's not on the acquisition side, everybody needs help selling deals. I mean, absolutely everybody. So if you would like to, uh, you know, work with me and chat with me a little bit about how I'm doing dispositions and, uh, you know, just message me on Facebook or something, or you can ask on the main page, I'll jump in and I'll share a little bit about what I'm doing and hopefully it's helpful. But if you can help somebody else in the group move deals, that's how you can get yourself into momentum as well. And obviously that's not like going to be your, maybe not only your only business model, but if you can get yourself two or three deals closed by helping somebody else dispo, now you have a real marketing budget in your hand and we can help you set up something that's paid and help you automate your traffic and that kind of stuff. Anthony, what are you finding are the best dispo methods for properties that are like, you know, maybe over three or 400,000, half a million up to a million, those kind of properties, the one, not the ones that are 40 and 50 grand. Yep. So right now I just closed my first 1.1 million, but I cut it down into, um, you know, um, 10 acre tracks. And one of them is 28. I just had somebody that's ready to put down 350,000 on that 28 acre track. And he's going to finance the last like 135 or something. Um, but I've been finding all my buyers on Facebook marketplace but recently, just this, this deal now, this 100, 108 acre track, uh, Yasir put it on uh, lands.com for me. And it's been producing about one buyer lead per day. So if I had to take any guesses, I don't know if anybody has anything better, but I would say some of those sites like lands.com. Um, I have a friend, him and his dad sell ranches in like the two to $300 million range. And uh, I think they use Texas Farm and Ranch for all of their listings. And these are like 12 page display ads. I mean, it, it looks like a $50,000 ad, but you know, they're looking to make several million dollars profit off of one flip. So uh, those would be my two guesses to sell high, uh, high value properties. Nice. Does anybody else have anything for moving uh, larger deals? I, I might've missed it a little bit earlier, Anthony, but what do you say kind of a, a minimum threshold for ad spend is if you're doing online marketing per month? I've never ran more than 1600, man. Uh, that's kind of been my max. 
And again, obviously I was a low volume guy, right? Doing like eight to 10 deals a year, but then hitting six figures and multiple six figures with that low of an ad spend, um, it just kind of made sense. So I've been pursuing that. And I've even had people like call me out, like on Steve Trang's group and be like, there's no way you're getting those kinds of returns. And I'm like, well, I guess they just don't understand that we're doing some land deals where making 50 or hundred is not that big of a deal. And so it makes your ROI look obnoxious. It, it looks like you could be fudging your numbers, but it's just, it is what it is. So that's why I right, kind of don't you're not grinding. There. You're not grinding away six, seven, $8,000 house assignment deals. Yeah, I'll tell you where my interest level starts on deals um, is it starts right at about 20,000. So yeah, if, if there's not at least 20,000 profit to be made, then I just, they just go like to the very, very bottom of the interest barrel. And not because I don't want to make five or $10,000, but sometimes de deals change, you know, all of a sudden now the survey, the seller doesn't want to sell to you because he doesn't want to pay for the survey and he owes 3000 in back taxes. And he says, I'm not paying it. If I have to pay that, I'm just not going to sell it. And so if you have room, if you were expecting to make 20 or 40 or 60 and you got to give up three or five grand for a survey and 3000 in taxes, I could take 8,000 off the top of the deal and I'm still going to have a good day. So yeah, that's, that's the only reason I aim for larger properties is because it's the same reason. Like I have a bunch of friends that have roofing companies. They do residential, you know, you could make, I don't know, four to 8,000, 10,000 per house. And I only do commercial where you're going to make a hundred or 200 K because if something goes terribly wrong and I flood out an office and dent somebody's hood, something blows off the roof and dents the hood of a Mercedes, it's not even going to put a little dent into the job where on a residential job, one accident like that kills the whole deal where you can even go into the red. So that's why I kind of encourage everybody, like, of course, do smaller deals, get some money in your bank, get, get your marketing budget up, but always have your radar on for these bigger deals. They're just so easy. They're low hanging fruit. Nobody's going after them. I mean, I almost did 800,000 on a double close, right? Seller was, buyer was ready to go. Seller backs out last minute. So even though the deal didn't go through, I was just excited to be having the conversation, you know, trying to make 800 grand in one day. I just, I've never done it before. But to be playing in the space and looking at those types of assets and meeting those kinds of people that have that, that money that they could just write a check like that. It's like, I just want to just play there more often. And you'll find that those people are giving. There's a 120 acres in Castroville. It's like an hour west of San Antonio. And the, that belongs to a friend of mine. And he's been trying to sell it for years. And he can't move it. He was trying to develop it into a neighborhood. And I kept pinging him like, hey, let me help you. Let me help you. Finally, he got frustrated because he had this realtor that tried to sell it for like a year and a half. The realtor even renewed his sales agreement without him even signing. He just had his partner sign it when he needed both signatures. And uh, I hadn't been working on that property, not even 60 days. And I got an LOI for 375. And I have a gentleman I'm meeting on Saturday. Well, I'm going to have Mike meet him out there. And he has 125,000 in his hand. So he's willing to put 50% down. So I've got, you know, 500,000 on the table. And I've only been working on this property for like seven or eight weeks. And so yeah. Yeah. So, nah. On that one. Sometimes, well, you know, when I drink, sometimes I might. I got yeah, So, yeah. Yeah. Cool. Thanks. Yeah. So, on a deal like that, you know, where you, uh, I'm, in, he said he wanted 20 an acre. I've been advertising them for five, uh, 25,000 an acre, right? Because I'm thinking of selling it in uh, uh, 10 acre tracks again, like we're doing on the 108. So, 5,000 an acre. 120 acres that's 600,000 profit you know and I might have to pay the engineers and the surveys and everything and let's say some hive members help me move some of those lots and I end up paying up I don't know it's another 250 so I'll take off 250 just for bonuses and giggles but it's still 350,000 profit on one deal one land deal you know so 
that's why I like talking about those and thinking about them. And, and that's not all I'm going to ever do. Like I'm closing on a one acre property with uh, two mobile homes on it and two water meters. I should be closing on that one in the next couple of days for like 60 grand. I probably only sell it for like 99, but again, still there's a $40,000 spread in there. You know, so. That's it. I think it needs to be everything, uh, small deals and big deals, just to make everything just a little more fun because we all want to make money. We all want to make sure that we're spending time away from our families and our friends and working our tails off. And they think we're absolute nutcases because it's like we're working two or three jobs trying to keep this thing afloat. So if you get that one stimulus every now and then, and you can make 50 or 100 or 200 on the land deal, and then it just it keeps the game real interesting. And then you can help the people around you. Right? If you're just making it yourself with two and three and $4,000 deals, you can't really you know, help the people in the community. But if I have three or 400 or 800 coming in from a land deal, like, yeah, I might make it rain some leads here and there when I see people that are uh, taking action and building the community, adding people to the CRM. And we're, that's mine and Daniel's one of our biggest visions is we want to make all the people around us wealthy, everybody. Because then anytime we need to take down a mini storage and we need to come up with $8 million by next Tuesday, Okay, well, we have a bunch of rich homies, <laughs> so it just makes sense to help the people around you become successful. Hey, does anybody have anything you want to chat about or, or contribute? I, I kind of got to a dinner meeting, so I'll be on for a little bit longer, but happy to chat for a while. I have a question, Anthony. Um, when you do your ads, are you um, doing them just for Texas or are you doing them for all of the states? Um, I've been doing only Texas since I started. And when I thought about going nationwide, I started running nationwide ads and I got like 30 leads in a day. So instead of celebrating it, I got frustrated because I'm like, that's a lot of paperwork, lots of contracts, lots of due diligence, lots of phone calls, emails. And uh, I didn't want to build that type of infrastructure anymore. I've been running my own company for years and years. So now with the hive mind, it's like if we can find people that are crushing it in their city, right? Like DeAndre and uh, Junior on here and Mike and Yasir, like if we can identify somebody that I know they're going to get those leads and monetize them, then yeah, that's my goal is to start running leads to every single major, uh, every single state. I just don't know where to go next other than Florida because we just got so many hitters there. But I'm always looking at other markets. So if you know a state or an area that, because the way pay-per-click works online is the larger land mass you cover, the cheaper your leads are. So if you try to just focus down to your own city, you could still get deals, but they're going to be few and far between. But if we can hit a whole state, um, that keeps the cost uh, really low. And then ultimately, my, my end goal is, yes, to run, uh, run leads to you know, 40 or 50 states. And then we'll all be having leads at a very, very cheap price. So just trying to scale it up slowly, but surely whatever makes sense. Thank you. You're very welcome. Thank you for the question. Does anybody have anything else? Any other questions, any contributions, some kind of challenge that you've been facing? Do we have any wins? Somebody got a good win this week that you would like to share? Something amazing that happened in your week? I know we got some wins in this room. I can see them. I see you on here. <laughs> Just locking up a lot of single family. That's it. I'm anxious to get on the land part. Is that what y'all were calling? You and Ray and them? Yeah, dude. We're, we locked up one yesterday, one today, and we have one for tomorrow. Oh, man. 
see, and that, that was the whole point, right? Because uh, Ray's been here for a while, and then I didn't really see him connecting with the other Houston people. And then once you two connected, now I've seen y'all together a bunch of times. And that's what makes this business so easy. I've had people send me a lead, like, hey, uh, I got this deal. Just give me whatever you want. I don't even know if it's a deal. Boom, five acres, 55 grand. And just the lead, somebody just tossed me, like, alley-oop. So the more people that you're in communication with that are as crazy enough like we are, right, to even be in the, in the land or the real estate business like this, um, the more opportunities you're going to come across. So I encourage everybody, no matter how green you are, um, post on your Facebook stories and your Instagram stories. Like, hey, I'm looking to add a mentee, you know, to my real estate community because everybody needs somebody to help due diligence, you know, uh, locate properties, uh, check comps, you know, basic things that you can teach a brand new person to do that saves you a ton of time. You know, invite them to these calls. Invite them to the CRM page so that they can start to see what we're doing. And you'd be surprised. Somebody who's brand new, like Elizabeth, freaking brings us a million-dollar deal. She was only in for like three weeks. So I encourage everybody, again, get on your Facebook stories, Instagram stories. Hey, I'm looking to add one mentee, you know, to my, uh, to, um, I'll teach you how to flip houses or flip land. And uh, the more people you're in communication with, the more deals you're going to do. It's, it's working like magic now. I mean, I'm getting leads every day, all day now, inbound from other people. So I think anybody in this room can position yourself like that by just leveraging that, that port and leveraging the human capital. Yeah, so, so what I did, since I haven't had power in my house because of the storm thing, because a tree fell down and knocked out my light. Um, so before, a lot of people were like, hey, can I pick your brain? Can I take care of you? I'm like, shit, I'm just getting fat, dude. I'm like, fuck, I'm like, I can't do that no more. So when I posted that picture with a tree falling down, and like, okay, here's your chance to pick my brain. Who wants to meet up? And they all started commenting on like, okay, I'm going to be here at this address. And they, Ray showed up, Isai showed up, several people showed up. Uh, like, okay, what do you need? Like, do you need help with sellers? Do you need help? Do you need help with running comps? And we started helping each other out. We started locking up deals. And that's, that's the way to do it. I mean, I don't know. We, and we started doing it this past few days and they want to meet up tomorrow again. So we're going to continue doing it. Just keep on locking, locking up deals. It works. Man, I think that's like the most powerful thing you can do is because like they say, like you're your five people that you're around the most. So if the five people you're around the most are just have nine to fives, nothing wrong with that. You know, I still get dirty myself. I ain't afraid to go dig a hole. I put up some posts at that branch that we bought for the for sale sign. So I was out there digging and cutting trees. Um, but if, if you're hanging around only people that are only nine to five, then you miss out on some of the real estate portion of it. You know, people that are like I said, I, I say we're kind of loony, right, because we're willing to like gamble put our money into marketing and hope that we get a return. And uh, there's not, not everybody's like that. You know, people would, they, sometimes they'd rather have security and just see the money sitting in their bank account where us, we're willing to throw out five, 10 or 20,000, you know, and then see what comes back. So it's, it, it's a cool business model, but being around people like that, like Junior and Ray and Mike, everybody's like, if you're around these types of people all the time, having these types of conversations, looking for these types of properties, you're going to get in front of more deals. So I think it's about engaging the community is probably first and foremost. And then second, adding people to the community. Because even if you have a team, let's say you have a hive in your city of eight people that you guys are crushing it. What if you added another eight, you know, or another 16 or another 25? I mean, it'd be almost impossible to not see growth because now you have more ad spend collectively. You have more people that can call and work the leads, more people that can help with dispo. So it just, it adds a lot to the game if you keep adding people into your hive. Any questions, contributions? Yeah, just to pause. Can y'all hear me? Yeah, you're good. All right, man. It's Yeah, just like that, like you're saying, bro. I mean, so I work from home. 
and I've been working with Junior, right? We, we, you know, we send deals to each other. We work here and there with that. But when you start meeting up, bro, it's a, you know, it's a game changer because once you start saying, oh, shit, or, oh, this guy's, you know, he's calling. Let me call, too. You know, let me, let me get on the phone, too. So, I mean, we're crushing it this week. Like, we're crushing it. As they, I mean, I would encourage everybody, everybody to, you know, try to meet up once a week accountability you know just accountability not nothing too serious right now we're doing a challenge two contracts a week you know per person if they can be done you know it's not a lot minimum that's the minimum standard minimum standard for everybody two a week minimum and some people are doing more way more pero that gets everybody involved the people that are not doing a lot of deals and it gets everybody involved trying to get with you, you know, and then was hive minded it, man, it's, I would encourage everybody to meet up at least once a week, you know, for something like this. I mean, it's a game changer, a hundred percent game changer, bro. Yeah. If you have people next to you that are in the community that you have not connected with, yeah, I recommend that you do that right away. If we can make connections across the, the, the United States, you can definitely connect with people in your backyard and you'd be surprised. Everybody has deals in the back of their mind. Right. Somebody saw something. They saw a land deal. They, this is too big for me. They saw a house that was too high price for me. And then they just pushed it to the back burner. And then you're having a conversation with somebody else in your city. And then he's, a, a guy like Ray pops up. He's like, hey, I got buyers over there. Or, hey, I, I have a buyer for that. Hey, I have a lady that was asking me for that. So I think engaging the community is probably, I said, like probably the most powerful thing that you can do. And then second, yeah, meeting up. I think it, maybe it's even more powerful. But having a real estate meetup with other Hive members in your area, yeah, that's gold right there. Because a lot of us aren't, you know, that fortunate to have people that live in our in our same area so if you have access to that yeah please start start doing that um daniel and i were, were talking about at the event we announced that if you can get 30 people into a room um then we'll one of us will fly in there and uh do a, a talk and a demonstration for the whole entire room and then all the people that decide to join hive mind will just add them to your link whoever organized that meeting so whatever we can do to help everybody grow, we're 110% in. Hey, what's up, Mike Horan? Are you on here? I see him down there. I don't know who's in listen-only mode. Might be hey, how's it going, Anthony? Hey, how you doing, brother? I'm doing real good. Sorry, I'm just... I'm comping a bunch of properties. We did some SMS today. I'm trying to look up all these properties we did today. We're we're getting bombarded with uh, stuff we did from SMS. So it's good. It's a good thing. It's a good problem to have. That's amazing. Have you ever done SMS before? Or have you always done mailers? No, we always did mailers, but we've been doing it the last few weeks, and we've gotten a bunch of leads. I know uh, Hayden sent you a few today, and we've got a bunch more I haven't even looked at yet. Dude, yeah, you guys are crushing. So I think Mike and myself have uh what do we have mike right now like four deals locked up four locked up and we have a few more that are probably going to happen too we just sent a guy a contract today he's going to sign and then uh we have a couple more we're probably going to sign too so we're gonna have we're gonna have price i think seven deals by the end of the week maybe more so you guys yeah you guys are crushing man so whatever i can do if you need anything from me i've been uh, mike's been i know you're marketing everywhere now and you're getting leads everywhere but yeah mike's been doing uh, contracts here in san antonio and 
I've been helping them on uh, locking them up and then on the dispo side. So I will say that's so, yes, you guys are getting a lot of traction, man. I'm excited for you. Yeah, it's kind of strange because I've invited a few people to hit the San Antonio area and they've had like just, you know, mediocre success, nothing too amazing. And then you guys start doing the exact same marketing to the exact same areas and you have contracts popping up left and right. Can you tell us a little bit about your strategy? Are you guys are doing Legion? Is it just what kind of list are you pulling? Where are they coming from? If you're at liberty to share, maybe you got some top secret stuff, but can you give us a couple of minutes? It's nothing secret. We're, we're pulling off the data for you. There's something really loud. Can you guys hear? Oh, there we go. Are you able to hear me now? Yeah, you're good. Okay, good. That's better. Yeah, we're just, we're pulling off a data tree and um, we're just doing, we're doing open offers. So we're not putting any prices on it. And, you know, you do get some people coming back and saying, you know, I want a million dollars, but we have a VA that's doing the screening for us now, and they're just putting in the people that have reasonable offers, and they're pulling and pushing those to us. And so then we uh, call them up, and uh, and and you know negotiate a deal. But yeah, just that there's just we've had such a good response with the SMS now. I'm so surprised, and we're only doing I think we're doing about 200 a day, but uh, it's we've been getting a, a probably about like three four percent response rate. I think that's been you know good good leads. Actually, Anthony, we have one, a guy today, his, uh, it's a husband, wife, and the wife doesn't have email. And we need to have an email for each person to send an Adobe sign. Are they in the, the Divine area or San Antonio or anything? Yeah, they're, they're South of San Antonio. They're, that's where you are, right? Yeah, we don't need any Adobe, nothing, man. I got a 2017 Dodge Ram. <laughs> that's, what I, that's what I told him. I said, I was going to call you tonight and talk to you about just swinging by there maybe and have him sign it. Be yeah, done. You know that. Yeah, anything, man. I'll, I think I'll, 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 I'll send the information tonight. Maybe we can have him go there and talk. He's a nice guy. And it looks like it's, it's a good deal. You, you checked it out a couple of days ago. It looks good. Yeah, I like the area and I like the price, man. So let's move on that one. But yeah, I think I drove, uh, you know, two hours to see a Sears deal the other day, almost 50 minutes back and forth. So yeah, if anybody, if you're marketing in this area, then I'll go to work. I'm not afraid to work. Like I'm walking ranches and stickers in my boots and you know, rattlesnakes and the hog ran across the road the other day. So, yeah, if somebody has something they want me to look at, yeah, put me to work, man. Yeah, but thank you, Mike. Yeah, you and Hayden are crushing it. And, yeah, I, I see some big things in your future, man. You guys are going nuts. I don't, like I said, I'm kind of still kind of scratching my head, wondering, like, if you had some kind of secret sauce. <laughs> uh, you know, I was talking to you here at the Hive Mind event in Dallas, too, and we're going to do some some collab stuff together, too. I got to get get on the phone with him soon and talk, but we're going to do some stuff and yeah, the hive mind's been amazing, and just the collaboration stuff has been so cool. And being able to leverage people's knowledge in other areas has been so huge, like with you, and, and that'll help other people too. So yeah, I highly recommend talking to people and uh, and collaborating and using people. Hey Mike, hey Mike, it's Matt. Yeah, what's up, Matt? Um, if you, uh, I've done this with DocuSign. I don't know if you can do this with Adobe Sign, but. Uh, if I if I'm uh, sending a, a contract to a husband and wife or, or, or two family members and one has email and one uh, send it to the same email address two different times just with two different names on it and I mean I guess that's okay. kind of like depends on your risk tolerance but it's worked out fine for me uh, especially okay. if they're in the same household so that's something you can consider too. Okay, cool. Yeah, we might try that then. All right. Thanks. Yeah, Thank that you. definitely works with Adobe Sign Up on that. Uh, oh, that, does it? Okay. All right. Awesome. Perfect. Yeah. Thank you. All right. You might be off the hook, Anthony. So, hey, Anthony. 
<laughs> hey, yeah, what, whatever we got to do, man. Don't I? Like I said, I'm in the trenches. If we can digital, digitally sign it, great. Um, you know, sometimes I just like the thrill of just going and meeting the people and shaking their hand. You know, I, I got a deal here. The house is worth like seven fifty, but it had a, a fire in there and everything got smoked out inside. Everything was black and the whole house was charred. So it was going to be like a re-roof in a section and uh, it was going to be a complete gut. Take out all the sheetrock, all the cabinets, you know, the whole nine. Um, so the, I think the gentleman was selling it for like, I want to say 200 or 250 or something like that. Cause he got paid out by the insurance and he, he was talking to a ton of investors and I got the deal $30,000 lower than his highest offer. And he said, for some reason, I just trust you more than everybody else. And I didn't say nothing fancy. I didn't, there's nothing that I did, but I, I think I went out to the house about four or five times, you know, so I just kept getting in front of them, getting in front of them, chatting with them, kind of like, you know, just being empathetic about a situation. And we just talked and talked and talked until we just became like buds. And he's told, he told me, he sent me the thing. He's like, hey, this guy's 30000 higher than you. He's like, is that your best offer? I said, yeah, man, that's all I'm going to do. I'm not going to stick myself out there like that. And he said, okay, I want to do the deal with you anyway. So he said, let's just go ahead and sign it. So it's not always about the numbers. Yeah, sometimes getting face-to-face. And, and I know we're all digital. We're all doing deals across the country. But yeah, sometimes just getting in front of somebody and shaking their hand, letting them know you're a real guy or gal. Yeah, I think that's really the key here in this business. This is that personal touch. Especially on these bigger deals like that one with you here. Like, I don't know that I'm going to lock up a, a million dollar deal over the phone. Like, I, I want to go see who the people are. I want to take a look at the property. I want to. Like, I do kind of want to be in the trenches sometimes. So let me know what I can do to help if anybody has anything in this area. I'll even go to Austin too if it's a big enough property. I drove up to Anthony, Dallas to buy stuff. Yes. This is Ann McCarty. Um, was that Mike Paran that was um saying that he's pulling from Data Tree and all of his greatness? Yeah, hi, um, Ann. How you at, doing? Hey, I'm good. What could you tell us what um uh list you're pulling off of Data Tree? If you said it, I, I got in a little late, so I, I may have missed it. You know what? My son does that part, and I'm not exactly positive. I know we usually do, I think they, you know, five years of ownership or, or longer, because we don't have people that just just bought. But I don't know all the criteria he uses. Okay. If you uh, if you if you send me a message on Facebook, I can uh, I can have Hayden message you back and let you know exactly what he how he how he filters. Good. That would be great. And do you have any um on Data Tree? Do you have to pay per pull, like so many pulls, or is it so much per month? I've never used Data Tree. Yeah, you know, I believe it's a, it's a monthly fee that we pay. Yeah, and I'm not, I don't even know how much that is either. It, Hayden has okay. that whole part of it. Okay. I've uh, done data tree before, Ann. I've done data tree before. It is a small monthly fee on top of the small monthly fee you pay per poll, but your pay per poll goes against your monthly fee. So let's say that, let's say you're paying 50 or 60 bucks a month, and then you also are paying, you know, whatever, six cents per poll, five cents per poll. They, they, they pull that off of your monthly, so you're not paying your monthly and then on top of that paying your, um, paying your pay per poll. Does that make sense? Yes, yes. Yeah, so once you get up to whatever your monthly minimum is, then they start charging you that once you meet your kind of monthly minimum. So, um, but I've used Datatree for a long time. I haven't used them in the last probably year, but the two years I did use them, they were really good. So. Um, I highly recommend Data Tree too. Very good. Thank you. Yeah, no problem. 
Anybody else have any final questions? We're kind of towards the end of the call. Uh, we usually run this about an hour long. Uh, today is Thursday, so our next call is on Saturday at Clubhouse at noon Central. Uh, any, any final questions? Thanks for all, thanks for all the input, uh, uh, Matt and uh, Mike Coran on that one. And shout out to Hayden. <laughs> thanks, guys. Have a good night. Um, any, any, have any final questions? No time for dinner. Oh, time for dinner. I have dinner on the waiting for me too. So, <laughs> all right. Um, we appreciate everybody coming out. Uh, if you guys want to get notified for these calls, you guys can text number Hive, the 210-972-1472. I forget the number, but I don't know. If you guys are interested in that. And then um, I don't know if you guys know, but the the dollar course, if you guys have seen that, that uh, ad or post about it, um, that's 107 acres we, we just purchased about three weeks ago. So we're updating information into that uh, later this week. So if anybody's interested in that, you guys can go get that for a dollar. And like I said, we kind of chose how we got that deal, how it was found, what we used to find that deal, and then updates of how we're selling it. Um, I think as of now, uh, we have a buyer buying a big portion of it this week, uh, about 30 acres of it. So um, hopefully that should be done by the end of the year, but it should be a big deal for everybody involved. So if you guys want to see a full breakdown of that deal, we appreciate you all. Um, if you guys have any questions or need assistance, let us know. And that is my son yelling at me. Uh, we appreciate y'all coming out. Uh, y'all have a good day. If you guys need any assistance, let us know. Uh, our next call is Saturday at noon central. Y'all have a good day. All right. Thank you, everybody. All right. Appreciate you being on here. Cool. Thank right. you. The show is sponsored by The List Guys. Do you need more leads in your local or virtual market? One in 10 small businesses don't invest in any kind of marketing. The List Guys have over 35 plus list types to choose from and you can mix and match any list or criteria. We also use the skip trace list and provide up to seven numbers and email addresses. Every list you purchase will be scrubbed against previous purchases. The List Guys are here to save you time. Contact the List Guys today at www.1listguys.com. That's www.the number1listguys.com.